welcome to episode 25 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 26th of September, 2016. I'm Darren, and joining me as always is Terry. Hello. Hello, how are you? I am not too bad, how are you? Not so bad, my voice is deep, which means that can only mean one thing. Eurogame oh, no. AIDS is kicking in. <laughs> oh no. Um, I, I've not felt anything yet, but that's not to say that nothing's going to come. Yeah. Uh, however, I'm super exhausted. Yeah, same here. I mean, I uh, I got home quite early yesterday. Uh, Christina picked me up at like uh, half nine yesterday morning. Um, mm. Went home, watched a bit of TV, had a few beers, had a takeaway, then had 12 hours sleep. Brilliant. Yeah, I was in bed for <laughs> half eight and woke up at half eight this morning. It was magical. I, I did it very well. I uh, got home. I was just like, right, okay. I just sit down for a bit and I thought, man, I'm getting really tired. Came down, slept for four hours. Wow. Got back up, had some food and was like, right, I'm going back to bed. And then slept until about maybe about eight o'clock this morning. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. I'm, you'd think I'd feel refreshed, but I'm still very tired. But <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's weird. It was only a, well, it was a, you know, four day weekend, but uh yeah, it it's it's felt like a very 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 long weekend. Yeah, uh, which is not bad. But yeah, we we went to Eurogamer. We did the Eurogamer thing. It was awesome. We, we did the stuff with yeah. things in the Eurogamer. What do you think? Um, yeah. So uh, I mean, we had many conversations over the weekend, but mm-hmm. this year felt a very different Eurogamer. Um, still, quite can't put my finger on what. What was that different? But it just felt a lot more chilled affair. It felt like one of the resed. Okay, I've never been to one of those, but... Okay, it felt like uh, this weekend. Sure, a very kind of... It felt very low-key this time around. Yeah, very much so. So, yeah, I mean, we we, we got to play on some good games. Um, we'll probably discuss that later on in what we've played. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was a lot more chilled affair. I mean, even the AAA titles, um, you could literally just walk onto them. And that was like peak time on a Saturday, which was bizarre. I'm used to seeing lines around the entire, you know, like if they've got a booth, I'm used to seeing them lined around and wrapping around themselves. And yeah, yeah. Uh, weird snake queues that are absolutely packed. But yeah, this year it felt a lot more accessible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the venue, did they say that they'd been assigned more more space? So maybe it's that thing of like this conscious thing of oh okay so it's more spaced out therefore it looks smaller but had it been in the same space it probably felt as packed yeah yeah maybe but you know the 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 key thing was you know microsoft and and nintendo uh didn't show the face this time around other than uh uh, microsoft with gears yeah yeah Uh, and that was the only thing i i I think you kind of hit the nail on the head when you know it's like so used to seeing like Microsoft and Sony having a pissing contest once one yeah, another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there just wasn't any of that. It was just the loudest booth was um, Virgin. Yeah, that's right. Uh, with the Destiny stuff, which was hilarious. But uh, yeah, that was the only thing. But I don't think it was a bad thing. No, no. I, I mean, bad. after the initial shock of, wow, this feels really dead. Mm. Um, when we were in there at the peak on Saturday... And it was just like, oh, I can still walk around. I can still see things. And I'm like, actually, no, I prefer this. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot more chilled. Yeah, it was It was space to move around instead of, like, getting, like, really crunched in and, like, 
excuse me, sorry, excuse me, yep, excuse me, trying to fight the crowds, but yeah, yeah, I, know, I liked it. It it was Sony's booth was a bit of a disappointment uh, with mm. their whole having to book everything to see everything and stuff, but yeah, that's uh, a bit strange. Random. You, you'd think they'd be more eager to let people play their stuff, but obviously the only the people that made the appointments were allowed to play some of their things, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Eurogamer happened. It was good. It was nice good. trip to Birmingham again. and Yeah, and we got to meet some old friends and some new friends. And yeah. Yeah, uh, to be honest, Eurogamer for me is becoming a lot more of a social event and a lot less mm. about the games. Yeah, it, the, like I said to you, it was more taking in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of it all and, and, and being around like-minded individuals that either we know or, you know, at the convention as well. Yeah, yeah, indeed. You know, and just being around it all, it was awesome. Really had a good time this weekend. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah. So I, so I had tickets for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and Christina had tickets for Thursday as well. And uh, we were looking through the list on Wednesday evening, and she's like, "You know what? There's nothing I want to see there." And I just thought, "You know what? There's nothing I really want to see either." So right. <laughs> so instead, I I I went onto the the Apple page. And I'm like, I wonder if there are any phones in stock down at the uh, the High Cross Leicester store, because that's mm. my local store. Right, like, okay. There is. I can book an appointment <laughs> at half past ten. <laughs> so, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up going down there and picking up one of the iPhones on the... Because um, I think I said last episode that Christina getting a new phone would probably kill me and the old um, iPhone upgrade program and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, that happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. To be Actually, fair, you got a new phone. Yeah, yeah, I got a new phone, and it's, yeah. it's great camera technology on it. And uh, oh yeah, tell me about the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we actually put it to the test quite a lot, didn't we? And yeah. it's the the I have to say the new screen and the new camera are really quite impressive. Yeah, we were we were kind of you know taking very similar photos, you know, at the, the convention and, and kind of matching it up, and it's quite impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite an impressive little thing. It's, uh, so I'm yeah. happy with that. I've got that. Um, my other one's on eBay. Um, I forgot how much I despise eBay. Cause mm. I, so what I tend to do is put my phone on eBay at the end of the cycle. And, and what it always does, it brings these people out of the woodwork. So within the first hour or so, you get the, can I pick it up and pay cash? That way we can avoid charges. Um, I know you've got it on auction, but what? how much would you take for it? I'm like, uh, I just want to let the auction run. Yeah, but what's the minimum price you'll take? How about I just let, the, let it run, go put a bid on it, you might get it cheap. <laughs> and I had three or four of those. So once you've done those and got those out of the way, then eBay's normally quite good. But mm. it's just that initial rush of douches. Yeah, I've I've done the thing before where, uh, you know, you get those, but there's been maybe one or two, and I've thought, I'll take that offer because I didn't think I was going to get that much anyway, but sod it. Yeah, well, I, I kind of did my research, and because it's a uh, success, um, it's holding its value about 450 quid. That's bloody good. Yeah, so that that's not too bad. Uh, and what I tend to do, I always put them on at 99p uh, with no reserve to, you know, get a bit of interest. And normally you get enough people watching. So when it gets to the next Sunday, people give it, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just put a bit on that. And I, I'll probably will go about 450 for it. But yeah. people see the fact that I'm putting on his 99p, they think I'm some kind of muppet and I'll take like 20 quid for it. There are a lot of people like that. And from from my experiences with it, because I, I, you kind of taught me the ways of eBay, uh, 
Mm. Uh, so I kind of use your method as well. And people will overpay. Even like I've I've sold stuff that is over the price that a brand new copy of. Oh yeah, uh, I yeah. Think, was it Super Mario 3D World? And it's it's sold for like thirty, just shot of forty quid. Yeah, yeah. It's like you could buy that brand new for about thirty five. Yeah, but people have got that concept that they're buying from eBay. That way, it's cheaper. But still, it's very confusing. But not bad for me in the in the long run. But you know, indeed. So I guess one last thing is uh, we went hunting for a filming location. We did, indeed. So um, we've harped on about Ready Player One many, many times. Um, and as people may or may not know, um, Spielberg is making the film. And recently he's been filming in Birmingham. Yes, he has. So we went for a wonder. We did. We went for uh, three hours. Nearly three hours. Um, three hours. B- because somebody's done his research, um, instead of like taking these places down, like the closest one first, then then maybe the next one, then maybe the next one. No, no, no. We went to one side of Birmingham, then back to the other side of Birmingham, then back to the other side of Birmingham. So that, that well, three hours could have probably been about half an hour. We walked off a pizza hut. We did walk off a pizza Other hut, pizza yeah. establishments are available, but yeah, we walked off a pizza hut. Yeah, we did. So, and so that wasn't... <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a bad thing, but yeah, so... I guess, long story short, we found where they had been recording previously la- yeah. last week uh, and then found out that where we were sat in said Pizza Hut, they were filming about... Just around the corner. Two minutes away? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, perhaps, something along those lines, but... Uh, yeah. So I had a look this morning, actually. They're, they're now filming down in London, so they must have packed up over the weekend to move down there. Ah, uh, fair enough. And that's why we didn't find them. Uh that's a bummer. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of disappointed, but it was interesting to see the areas where they were filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very surprised much no so. one got stabbed, but yeah. Yep. But yeah, so we did that. So that's stuff we've done. Let's yeah. discuss what we've played. Checkpoint. So Terry, you've been playing a lot. Yeah, well, you say a lot. I've been playing one main game and then kind of a few like little bits and pieces here and there. Okay. The main one was Overwatch. So the last episode we played the free weekend. Yeah. And I was kind of going through my PlayStation stuff and I'm thinking, you know, there's just... An... It's the first world problem of having so many games you've got nothing to play. Yeah, yeah. And it's just one of those, man, I just want to shoot things in the face and have fun. I know. I'll go for Overwatch. So I bought Overwatch and put a lot of time into it. I'm still having a lot of fun with that game. Uh, It's really refreshing. Mm. Uh, It's like a palate cleanser in a sense. But uh, yeah, I'm still having a lot of fun with Overwatch. So that's going to be my main game uh, this time around. But uh, because we're on a trip to Eurogamer, there was a lot of... Well, for, for me, I was traveling by the train. Okay. So I had a two and a half hour train journey. And so I uh, played the demo to Yokai Watch. Okay. Which is kind, from what I can tell, is kind of like a Pokemon style. Uh, catch these things and make them fight one another. And there's a story and a town and you drone around and do stuff. Okay. It seems very cutesy. It's, it's all right. I, I liked it. The, the fighting, 
like with Pokemon, it's it's like any JRPG, which is you choose the attack and it attacks and blah blah blah. Yeah. With this, they're just on an automated attack pattern. Okay. And uh, it's like, well, I'm not really doing anything here. There's no involvement on my part, so it's kind of like the fighting felt a bit flat. Okay. Because uh, I'm not being really strategic, other than healing them, and they've got specials which you can get involved in, but. It's like, eh, but that builds up very slowly, but it seemed all right. Um, one other demo I did play was uh, Rhythm Paradise. Okay. Now, this is uh, Rhythm, I think it was Rhythm Heaven on the Game Boy. Uh, no, it was the Nintendo DS. And then it turned into Rhythm Paradise. It's just a, a rhythm game, tap in the directional pads and tap to the beat of the music. But it's really weird, fucked up Japanese kind of mini games. Okay. And they're really, really stupid. Like, one of them is you're a wrestler that's been interviewed. And in time with the beat of the music, you've got to, like, when the announcer's, like, doing something, you've got to press A to, like, say something. Or you've got to press, like, the directional pads to, like, flex your muscles and all this, that, and the other. And Mm, it's very, very bizarre. But I love that game. Okay. Uh, That's not out till next month. So I'll just be kind of rinsing the demo until I can buy the cool which is good um another game so we'll we'll touch on it a bit more but based off uh diablo yeah i thought you know i keep on seeing uh like castlevania symphony of the night yeah i was watching a playthrough and it was like oh you you get better weapons and you get slightly better capes and it gives you slightly better attack damage and defense hmm Hmm. And I, I forgot I got it on the uh, PS1 Classics, so it's available on the Vita. Right, okay. Oh, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Uh, I've played about half an hour of it. It's good, I like it. Because uh, guess what, you're going around killing things and eventually find stuff which is like better capes and better weapons. Okay. And you do stuff and you're going around a mansion, big castle thing and killing people. Awesome. Which is fun. Uh, I played Hitman, uh, the elusive target number 10, the pharmacist. Okay. Um, I'm not going to spoil it here. You're going to have to watch the video, uh, which will be up uh, by the time you hear this. Uh, Suffice to say, I'm really loving Hitman. Nice. Uh, It's a really cool game. Uh, I believe the fifth DLC is coming, like the fifth level of the game is coming soon. I'm surprised at how big a presence that had at Eurogamer, but... uh, uh, yeah, it was it was quite bizarre, but it was nice to see that people were playing that game. But uh, yeah, cool. yeah, played the Resident Evil Twilight Twilight version, the demo, mm. they updated that recently, and man, I was sweating, mm. was, like proper sweating, like because it was one of those. It's like right, okay, they've updated it. I've played through this numerous times. Uh, right, what have they changed? So I'm playing through the same parts of the demo again. But I'm starting to sweat because I'm thinking, have they changed something? Could could something be different here? So it was like a fresh, like, going back into it and, like, playing it for the first time. Right, okay. So I wasn't sure if something was coming up which hadn't come up before. Um, I'm really looking forward to that game. Like, even though I was, like, pausing it and, like, sweaty palms and, like, proper sweaty forehead, it's like, good Jesus, like, having to, like, break every couple minutes just because it's, like, getting a bit too much, but... Uh, yeah, I can't wait for that full game to come out. Nice. So looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, that's really all I've been playing, apart from we've been playing a bit more Diablo 3. 
We have indeed. So I haven't really played that much. Uh, I, th- I think it's because I was away last weekend. I, uh, I met with a load of mates in uh, Doncaster. Mm. Um, so that took up last weekend. And then this weekend's all been uh, Eurogamer. So I haven't had that much gaming time. But we played a little bit more Diablo 3. Um, yeah. That was cool. We, we went up another 10 levels. So I think it was at about 41 now, aren't we? Something along those lines, yeah. Still not managed to get um, to the end of Act 1 yet. So nope. um, at this rate, we're going to be <laughs> level 70 back to we do that. So Pretty much. Um, I made a start on Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Um, yeah. Only about an hour in, but what a different game to Assassin's Creed 3. Um, a lot more enjoyable. Um, not sure if it's just on the new consoles or what, but it, it's almost like they tried a little too hard with Black Flag and just maybe, uh, sorry, uh, with Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. Because in this, this seems very similar mechanics, but I think because the console's got the horsepower behind it, it actually works. Right, okay then. Um, so, uh, so yeah, only about an hour into it, but really enjoying it so far. And just before we recorded today, I did chapter two of Batman, the Telltale series. All oh, right, okay. Good? Yeah, really good. Um, quite short. It was an hour and 20 it took me. Um, right, okay. But one, uh, I, I think I mentioned last time I made a botched decision. Um, yes, you did. So I, yeah, I hit a button which I shouldn't have hit and it made, uh, for me, the wrong decision. Um, that has bit me in the arse a couple of times in this next episode. Right, okay. Because it's not my, not the decision I would have made, but people are frowning on me because I made that decision. I'm like, shit. Do you think that once you've done the full run, do you think you could go back through again and make the right decision that you would have chosen and see where it goes? No, because I, I think the only difference that it's going to be, instead of people saying, oh, uh, at least you didn't do something, um, I actually did the something. Um, so people right, like, okay. I don't think it's changing the story. I think there's just an extra, uh, a few extra dialogue choices where people are saying, why did you do that, bad boy? Sure. Right, okay then. Uh, and every time I'm like, I didn't mean to make that decision. I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, so so that's it. I mean, um, I'll uh, I've got the day off, so I'll probably play some more games this afternoon. But I'm not sure what. Cool. Uh, Eurogamer, we played a, a handful of games there. Um, we both played them, both experienced them. Um, so without going too deep into them, so we played a uh, little nightmare, uh, which mm. was quite interesting. Uh, very much a um, felt like Unravel. Um, felt like Little Big Planet. Yeah, I, I think I was. Uh, well, I was doing a little bit of a reading up, and mm. it's made by the, some of the people that did Little Big Planet and Tearaway. Sure. Okay. And you can see the inspiration. I mean, you you hit on Little Big Planet pretty much instantly after we finished that demo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the physics and everything seemed very much Little Big Planet. Uh, mm. I really enjoyed that demo. Yeah. Uh, I think that that could be a really cool game. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be one of the downloadable onlys, uh, much like Unravel and that sort of stuff. But yeah. it, it that seemed really good. It was very intense at parts. Very intense, yeah. Uh, loving the, like the really creepy aesthetic to everything. Even the 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 character you play as in the yellow like rain jacket sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Does see the face? It's obscured at all times. You got the big fat grey chefs that just want to squeal and then when they catch you they do something because it goes to like fades to black very quickly but yeah so like I mentioned to yourself it felt almost like fraggles 
So yes. like you were this little fraggle in the in the 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 royals, should we say? Uh, I can't remember the names, but it was like the royal family that um, like to eat fraggles. Yeah, it was uh, super creepy, super intense, but it was a good demo. It was it showed off enough where it's just like, yeah, I would like to play more of that. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, so yeah, that was that was a good demo like that. Yeah, I played uh, Mantis Burn Racing, um, which was. It's kind of like Micro Machines, but felt more like, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was an arcade unit um, way back where you had, um, it was like super truck racing or something, uh, where basically you had an accelerator and a steering wheel and the back ends were very, very slidey. It felt yes. a lot like that. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's something that I could get behind. The 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 drifting mechanic felt very familiar. And after the first lap, I was just power sliding all the way around these things. I did know because I was stood behind you, uh, kind of watching over your shoulder, and it didn't feel like it took you too long to, to kind of get to grips with everything. Yeah, yeah, um, but, but yeah, I really enjoyed that game. That is something I will probably look at dropping on. Okay. Mm, I, I did enjoy it. Um, obviously, there's leaderboards. Um, you kind of got XP boosts for doing like clean sections and power sliding and that kind of stuff, which then mm-hmm. built up your boost. So if you're going to go for those leaderboards, you're going to have to do like perfect runs, perfect power slides uh, to get the boost through as well. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. Cool. Yeah, it, it looked like you had fun. I mean, uh, you know, I, I put in the notes there and, you know, about it looking like micro machines. Mm, mm. And although, because I played that game to death on the Mega Drive. Yeah. I was just shit at it. <laughs> you know what I right, mean? It was okay, one of, I'm yeah. having fun, but I'm just not very good at this game. But yeah, it looks like one of those, but it, it, it looked fun. Yeah, cool. But uh, yeah, uh, we both popped our um, VR cherry, um, and we played tethered. And how sexual it was! That was an amazing experience. It's uh, very much like Populous, um, a bit like uh, like Settlers Three, um, that, that 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 kind of stuff where you mm-hmm. you don't directly interact with the people. You kind of tell them to do stuff, and they do it. But yeah, such an amazing VR experience. Almost wish I can hadn't cancelled my um, VR headset. Yeah, pre-order. Uh, but I was looking last night, and it looks like they're in stock for release day anyway. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask if you dropped on it or not. But uh... no, no, no. I, I kind of came to my senses. Um, although that game was amazing, that so far has been the only game that I thought is VR worthy. And again, yeah. 350 quid for one game is a bit of a push so far. So. It, it for me, it, I kind of had the mentality of right, okay. So, so I can't remember if I've mentioned it on here. I know I told you that I'd cancelled mine. Yeah, because kind of looking at the output of games that are supposed to be out around release, it's like, oh, it's pretty barren. Yeah. Uh, so I cancelled mine. However, when you told me about that yesterday, that oh, the backup, I'm thinking, you know what, no. I'm going to wait, but however, I know that that is going to be one of the first games I go for yeah, when I get yeah, this absolutely. VR headset. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I said to you before that I've never played a game like that before. Like a, it's not a strategy game; it's more of a god godlike game. Isn't yeah, it's it? a god game. Yeah. Uh, I've never played anything like that. However, like putting this headset on and being immersed in this world, uh, this very artsy. I really like the art style of that game. Yeah. 
uh, being immersed in this world and using your head as like a, a mouse pointer and it being such a natural thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was the thing. It felt natural. It's like, oh, I'm looking over here to do a thing with stuff and press buttons and make these little characters do things. And Yeah, yeah. I'd, it was one of those where it's like I'd found like a secret door or what I assume to be like a secret area. Yeah. And then got tapped on the shoulder. It's like, right, mate, sorry, we're going to have to end the demo here. It's like, uh, 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 uh. I just I just want to play more. <laughs> just, yeah. just leave me yeah. alone. Just let me play more. And I mean, fair play to the guys because we was talk. Well, um, when you was playing the demo, I was talking to one of the guys. Yeah. Uh, and he was saying, oh, no, you were there because you said that they just finished last Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. Uh which is nuts. Uh, but, I, you know, like I said to him, you know, I'm just, it's amazing how they're just letting people play them. Yeah. As opposed to Sony right at the other end, which was only taking appointments for them. And, you know, he seemed super enthusiastic and was saying, no, but we want people to to get, to you know, hands-on with the game and all this, that, and the other. And uh, fair play to him. It's a small team of 15 people that made that game, and it, it looks like it could be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I spent um, at least half an hour trying to tell Christina all about it in videos and stuff, but the videos just don't do it justice. You can't experience this without a VR headset. Um, yeah. No matter what you watch, because it is just an amazing, amazing experience. Because we walked up to the, um, we walked up to it, and you know, getting in the queue and all this and the and as you do, you're looking over the people's shoulders and seeing what they're doing. And on screen, it's like oh, that that looks that looks all right. And you know, the, we've got the guy, you know, kind of going through his script and yeah. talking to us about stuff, uh, which is cool, you know. And you know, even he said at one point, you know, it's it's one thing to see it, but you know, you put the the headset on, you know, and it, it really changes. Let me yeah. know what you think afterwards. And you put it on. And first off, that that headset feels really comfortable. Yeah, it it's does, a yeah. really nice headset. And it's like fuck, you know. You just look at it and it's good god. Yeah. Uh, the 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 world that they've created is is such uh you know such a nice looking world and the 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 VR headset and everything feels really nice and that what you see on screen does just does not do it justice. Yeah. Uh. And I'm just hoping that all games like that, because it's such so difficult to demo a VR game. Yeah, you know, you can. It's it's all well and good seeing the footage, but you have to be in it to see it. But I mean, we were speaking afterwards. The screen resolution seemed very low. L- yes, I, uh, yeah, I was thinking of a nice way to put it. It's no, no, very no. low res. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think yes, it was 1080. But the the textures themselves look quite low resolution. Mm. Um, I I kind of wanted wanted to see that, but um, almost like a, a HD version. Yes. Um, yeah. But again, it was smooth. It was a very nice experience. Um, but yeah, the, the everything just felt a bit low res. Yeah, because I I'd not found my sweet spot. So because when you put the headset on, the guys like right, this is how you adjust this. This is how you do this. Mm. You know, find that sweet spot, and I'll put the headphones on for you. And I found the sweet spot, and because it was like pressed against, like really pressed against my head, mm. uh, I should say my face. Uh, and then he put the headphones on, and it's like the headset slipped ever so slightly, right? And it was really fucking blurred. Like right. I couldn't read a thing, uh, and I'm like adjusting it, like kind of like pushing it on and like pressing it against my face even harder and that sort of thing. And only then I'd found the sweet spot for it. Right. It, uh, that needs to be a bit better. 
but then again, it's it's the first generation of of these types of VR headsets, so uh, you know it's only going to get better over time. Yeah, yeah, and I guess if it's your VR headset, then you'll you'll work out how to wear it and you know what your sweet spot is. Definitely, yeah. But uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun with Tethered. Um, yeah. Really excited to play that game. And I guess the last thing we played was uh, Gears of War Four. We had to go at the campaign. Again, we 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 stood in the queue and we were on the game in about ten minutes, which was totally bizarre. And that was like at two o'clock on Saturday afternoon. That was very, <laughs> it was very very strange. It's, I mean, you know, to give a bit more context, there was a hard mode line, yeah, which was way longer. However, that still didn't feel that long. But I guess when you go into Gears, people aren't really going to be wanting to play the campaign. They want to play multiplayer stuff. Mm, mm. But uh, they're not really bothered about the multiplayer. But guess what? That that Gears 4, it's it's more Gears. It's more uh, Gears. It looks prettier. Um, yeah. what, one of the physics that I liked in it, which uh, I, it's the first time I've seen it in a game, and there's probably games out there, but I've never seen it before. Is so you know you have the um, the grenadey thing on a chain. Um, yes, I can't remember the actual name of it. But so there was there was some enemies in front of me, and I was swinging this thing and threw it at them. But because you had the wind blowing at you, it just blew it back on me. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'd not encountered that. The the one thing I did encounter, and I don't know how far you got into it. Hmm. Uh, one of the weapons is a new one called Buzzkill. That's right. Yeah. And it was during a, a moment where there was a big, massive storm going on, and I'm trying to shoot the enemies. Yeah. And the 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 buzzer, it's the blade itself is just like flying off to the left hand side. Oh, so I had to line okay. the shot up, and it's just like, what the fuck? So I actually had to adjust myself. That's interesting. Uh, like move it to the right so that I could shoot it, so it would like curve and kill them, and it did, and it worked really well. Interesting. Okay. I like what they're doing with that sort of thing, but however, everything else is just here. Here's more Gears of War, uh, which it's not a bad thing. I, I like those games, but I wouldn't consider myself a massive fan of the games. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I will probably play it eventually. Yeah. Uh, probably with you in co-op, and that will be a, an experience, and yeah. that'll be it, and put that game to bed, really. But it, it played all right. Yeah, indeed. Um, did you have any takeaways from anything else uh, that, no, that we saw? Um, I think the only other one that piqued our interest um, enough for us to have a look on websites to find out prices was uh, Dragon Quest Builder. Yes. Which was, uh, put bluntly, it's a prettier version of Minecraft uh, with quests. Yes. Um, so you've got very much the Minecraft elements of building buildings, uh, building things, going out and getting resources, do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that looked pretty cool. However, I went from nearly hitting the button to thinking, what a bunch of Muppets. So right. it's getting released on the PS4. It's getting re- released on the Vita. So I think it would be the perfect game to, you know, be at work, do your kind of Vita-y stuff, come home, sync up. And then do it on PS4 and, and continue playing and building this massive world. Yeah. Uh, but what we found there, A, it doesn't have cross saves, and B, it doesn't have cross buy either. So if you were to do that, you'd have to buy a version for each, and you couldn't cross over the saves anyway. And I think they made, uh, they've just missed a massive trick with that. It is. I think it's 
screams more of they just don't really want to support the Vita that much anymore. There's not really mm. a lot of support for it. It's, it's more like a, it's become like a remote play device at this point. Yeah. And uh, maybe that's their mentality. I know they're releasing it on the Vita, but maybe that's more of their mentality of, oh, if you buy on the PS4, you've always got remote play. So you, technically you can still, you know, play the same game. Yeah, yeah. However, if you're in an area that doesn't have very good internet, that's not very good. Yeah, yeah, so... But, uh, no, that did look good. So, yeah, apart from that, that, that was it. That was your game. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Cool. Okay, so that's what we've been playing. Uh, let's discuss what we've been watching. Checkpoint. So, Terry, have you been watching anything? Or have you been playing games? I've been playing a lot of games. However, hmm. I did take the time out to watch Red Dwarf. So, yeah, I, I got back and I watched the second episode of Red Dwarf last night. Uh, I, how are you feeling about it? I'm liking it. Uh, I was a bit worried because when we saw the advertisements, it was... You can tell they've upped the budget. Yeah. And I was very worried they'd gone to Series 7 levels, like where it turned very drama-ified. Yeah, sure. I was worried they'd gone back to that without being um, filmed in front of a live audience and all that sort of stuff. But you politely corrected me and told me that, no, it has been filmed in front of a live audience. It has just upped the budget on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking it. Uh, there's some very laugh-out-loud moments I had with, with both episodes. Yeah. Uh, and it probably need to go back and watch episode two again because I did watch it very early in the morning after having a, a few drinks yeah. uh, in the hotel. So I probably need to watch that again. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, so I, I really enjoyed the first episode. Um, second episode, not so much. Uh, but there again, I did watch it uh, late-ish last night um, mm -hmm. after a few beers. Uh, and the jokes weren't quite hitting with me. So um, again, maybe I need to watch that sober. Or at least less tired. So one thing that, that made me laugh outside of, of, of the confine of the show was uh, when Crichton is on about the uh, the Bing Bong machine being broken. Yeah, yeah, that was quite amusing. What made me laugh was the fact that, do you remember when we was traveling, uh, we was walking through? Yes, the, um, the guy in the uh, train station. <laughs> and I didn't want to spoil it for you, but that's what made me laugh even more was the fact that... It, he must have seen the show, or that was just his personality. Ah, but got you. Okay, I got more of a chuckle out of it because it's like, oh, he, yeah, uh, that was that was quite good. But got you. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah, I, it, they, they've all aged. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's. I'm not going to say it's flogging a dead horse because I'm still getting laughs out of it. But I, I guess with you being the 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 biggest dwarfer out of the two of us. Mm. Uh, you know, you, I think you've got more to say about it than I do, but I, I've been enjoying it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it it's still funny. Uh, but yeah, cool. still, series six is my favourite. Hmm. Okay. Um. I guess only one other thing that I've been watching, or should say, something new, is um, a Sky program called um, Hooten and the Lady. Okay. Uh, is this this is um. It kind uh, of feels like a Indiana Jones esque type thing, right? Basically, you've got this. Um, let, let's call him a treasure hunter type, and with him, you've got this um, architect type. And every week, they go to a certain area to do stuff to go and find some kind of relic. And it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's very Uncharted ish. Um, so if you like that kind of style, the whole treasure hunting, so like 
I guess, the librarian um, and, and Indiana Jones, that kind of thing. It's all right. I'm still to gel with the characters. Um, I, I think they're still finding their feet. Um, <laughs> but it, it's all right. It, it's all right for easy watching. Uh, so I probably might perhaps give it a go. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just a Sky One program, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. And you can watch so, it yeah. catch up and stuff, so... Yeah, I'll most likely give that a go. But yeah, I got a very enchanted feel, even from the posters. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's only early days, and it's so like you said, they'll find their uh, feet eventually. Yeah. Have you have you watched any movies? Or I've not watched any movies. No, um, because I've been playing so many games, not really been sat down and watched films. Okay, I guess the the only one I've watched is um, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Mm. So the second one in the um, the the new retelling of the um, Alice in Wonderland series. It was okay. I, I quite enjoyed the first one. This one was less good. Mm, um, I, I've not watched the first one yet, but I the, can... The first one's okay. It's got some quite interesting moments. But the, mm. This one just feels very much like a rehash. Over, Visually stunning, um, but I think they've spent far too much time on visual effects than story. Um, right. now, now, I know obviously they're using the, the books as the source material, so I haven't listened or, listened or read the books. Mm-hmm. So it, it might be word for word from the book, uh, and if that's the case, then the second book isn't as good as the first. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, but it, it was okay. I mean, we both watched it, and we both kind of got to the end, and it was all right. I just don't like the art style of his films. Hmm. I mean, I know he's got a similar aesthetic through all of them, but it's like he's gone super batshit insane recently mm. with his recent films, but the, I didn't like the look of Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but it's just one of those. Really mm. like the Disney film, though. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> it's a classic. So, Terry, I challenge you to go and watch Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. You did. What were your thoughts? What a weird, weird film. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the opening because it's like, oh, this that's the shop from Clerks. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's the guy from Clerks. And then things started happening where there was a film being made about them, uh, well, off of characters that were based off of them. Mm, Bluntman and Chronic. Yeah, so I don't have any reference to them so i'm not sure if it was referenced in another film um it was yeah yeah right okay and so that's why i was really confused it's like i don't know anything about these characters and all of a sudden they've got comic book characters based off their likeness Mm, okay and then ben affleck turned up he did yeah and then like 50 other people made cameos which was super weird it was like cameo city yeah uh what a stupid film. Uh, not in a bad way. It was really fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. They don't... I don't feel like they make films like that these days. This is a very like late 90s, early 2000s feel film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you can tell by the way it's got Sean William Scott in it. and Yeah, yeah, because he was in every film back then. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, even if it was just a, a small cameo bit and Shannon Elizabeth yes. and Jason... Ba- basically, American Pie was in this film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they're just the third. It's the fourth wall breaking jokes that they were making at a couple of things at the expense of the movie studio and yeah, and that yeah. sort of stuff. But yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, some very very funny moments. 
I, I, I especially, so the, the bit that I was referencing before, you know, when I, I, I went and found the film and said, oh, I, I'd love to do this people on the internet. Yeah. So, you know, when they're in uh, movies and uh, they're typing on the message board, so you've got all the kids around, he's like, all you motherfuckers will pay. I'm going to take your shit and, <laughs> and just goes on with that long thing. But towards the end of the film, uh, where they've got all the money from the film, and they're and just going to find all the douchebags on the message yeah. board and beat them up individually. <laughs> it was funny. It was just like the first one's a kid because, of course, it's like a fucking kid. Yeah, little keyboard warrior. Yeah. But it was when they kept going and all of a sudden there was a vicar. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you're just beating the shit out of a vicar in front of some nuns. Yeah. But, yeah, it was very funny. Like Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Playing a nun and, like, going on about, you know, living by the book and all this, that, and the other, and silly things like that where he's going to go down on her. and Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Mark Hamill. Yeah. Like, uh, just <laughs> just watching the film and obviously they're just doing that and then all of a sudden this character breaks through the wall and it's like, yeah, no, that's Mark Hamill. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? He even did the Joker laugh and everything. and Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I didn't realise that. There was a lightsaber fight and yeah, with, it was a very bombs. good film. Uh, I'm guessing when they come out of the film, the uh, theater at the end, uh, they mentioned like chasing Amy, and there yeah. was another film, Mallrats. Uh, there is, yeah. Guessing those two are the actresses from those two films. Yeah. So uh, I guess a prequel to this would have been Mallrats. Right. Okay. Because that's where a lot of the Bluntman and Chronic and all that. Kind of stuff comes from uh, an mm-hmm. old comic book store that that whole setup. Chase near me is one that's kind of on its own, but does have Jane Silent Bob in it. Right. Okay. Then. So. But it it um what was the name of the fast food restaurant? Was it Movies? Movies. Yeah. Because uh, that was the main space for Clerks Two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was uh, because I'd seen Clerks and Clerks Two. Yeah, going back to this and oh, that's that's from Clerks too. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same building, but it's got the you know, uh, it's the same everything. But uh, no, I really like that film. It it's making me want to go and watch more of those films. Yeah, yeah. Because I I've not seen it, but seen Ben Affleck and Matt Damon together, kind of through osmosis from the interwebs yeah know that they starred in pretty much every film together and i know dogma was one of them dogma they are brilliant in uh they've referenced that in this one yeah yeah uh so it's like that is one i do want to go see so mo- most of their films are or i should say most of kevin smith's films that there is a lot of crossover between the films right so okay. even though they are independent um you do get so i should say if you watch them all you will get a lot of the references Sure. Okay, then. Because uh, I think even in this one, there was a reference to chocolate-covered pet pretzel, which yeah. I bet you're like, huh? Um, but yeah. Th- but you find that that's in uh, Mallrats. Right. Okay, then. So. But, yeah, it, it's making me want to go watch the other ones. I'm, I'm seeing uh, some some people that are starring in this one that I know are in other ones. Yeah, sure. Uh, I know Kevin Smith did cop out. He, he did, uh, yeah, Bruce yeah. Willis, I can't remember the guy's name. Tracy Morgan. Mm. Uh, I know he had a very small role in this one, so it's like, oh, he's using the same actors for this, this, and this. Mm. But yeah, really enjoyed it. I Like I say, I'm going to go watch uh, Dogma and, and maybe Chase Naomi and that sort of stuff. So uh, I do I do Mole Rats. Uh, that'll give you most of the references you need for that, 
for this one. Chase Name is, is close to being independent with only minor references and Dogma is pretty much exactly the same cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because isn't Chris Rock in that as well? He is, yeah. Right, okay then. But uh, yeah, I, I've not seen a film like very slapsticky and very silly in, in quite a while. Mm. Uh, so it's quite refreshing, but I do like the characters. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that was, a, that was a good suggestion. I like that. Okay, so next one is going to be Demolition Man. And I can't believe right. you haven't seen this. <laughs> okay. Because this, again, is up there as one of the... F- In the same way, I can't believe you've, seen, you've not seen Commando. I can't believe you've not seen this either. Right, okay. Then. I won't I... say any more, but I think you're going to absolutely love it. This might be after we recorded. I might just chill and just mm. watch this film. Uh, yeah, my my colleague at work, uh, he reckons that this is in his top five favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it because uh, we have a very similar taste in films as well. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, it should be good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so that's what we've been watching. Now let's discuss what we've been reading. So Terry, what have you been reading, or should we say listening to? I've actually been reading slash listening to things. I hmm. started on the second book of the Dresden Files. Okay. Started listening to Full Moon. Okay. I'm enjoying it. Okay. I've about eight or nine chapters in, which is about, what, two hours, two and a half hours in? Sure. To the audiobook. Uh, it's good. Uh you and me were having the discussion, um, Satin Pub. Mm. Uh, you know, it's 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 filling a very similar formula as to what the first one was. Yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, uh, you know, it kind of starts out. He's given a case, blah blah blah, and then stuff. Uh, I like the fact that they're carrying over um, the, the the relationships. Yeah, I know you mentioned that before that they they the relationships don't change. Mm. Uh, you know, and the, the reference back to what happened in the first book, yeah, uh, and that sort of stuff. So I like the fact that they're keeping continuity, but they're kind of like dropping hints about other stuff as well, uh, which is kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I I'm liking what I've I've listened to so far. So I'll probably, well, obviously I'm going to listen to the rest of it. And I've got it's Grave Peril, the third one. Grave Perils, yeah, yeah. So I've already got that one uh, before I uh, pause my subscription. So. Uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I really like the characters in in these in this book anyway. So, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to listening to more. Okay, uh, cool. that is the only thing apart from our reading corner that I've been reading. Sure. Um, well, I've been I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and the the work that I'm doing at the moment means I can't really listen to audiobooks because I'm doing mm. quite a lot of code. Right. And I, okay. Again, I don't want um, uh, <laughs> Dresden. Da, 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 da. Oh no, that really doesn't work <laughs> in code. <laughs> But I did manage to finish off uh, the last couple of chapters of um, Summer Night, mm. and as we've dis- oh, well, as we discussed in the pub, so I've I've done four books now, and they follow a very similar pattern, which I don't think is a bad thing, but it does mean they are starting to get a little predictable. But I, and I know I know it's all about the journey, uh, and you know he's going to be triumphant in the end because he's got like fifteen books. So <laughs> yes. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, it got to the end of that one. Again, I don't know if it's because of the work I was doing, but again, it felt a little complicated in places. Um, maybe because I wasn't really listening properly. There's probably sections I need to go back and listen to before I get to the next book, because um, right. I'm sure they will be referenced. Yeah, it, I, I, like I was saying to you, you know, maybe it's because, you know, you listen to it like back to back to back. Yeah, yeah. That you're noticing that everything's like very formulaic. Yeah, yeah. And that sort of thing. And maybe it's causing that to stick out a bit more. Mm, but, maybe. Uh, yeah, because you're still getting the tokens, aren't you? Yeah, well, I've got, I've got three backed up now. So unfortunately, the work that I'm doing at the moment doesn't really allow me to listen to books. So... I'm either going to have to go for something that I'm very familiar with and just can be background noise. Yeah. Or just keep them, um, just keep backing them up until, until I can get to listen to books again. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But at least you've got them there ready for when. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want to drop on something else or maybe, you know, break away and listen to something else and see how you feel. I, I hear, uh, uh, Girl on the Train is is very popular on uh, on Audible at the moment. <laughs> we did look at that, wasn't it? it here's your suggestions, was... and in every single block it was Girl on the Train, Girl on the Train, Girl on the Train, Girl on the Train. <laughs> it's almost it's... like they want us to listen to that book. Funnily enough, they've got a, f- a film out. Oh, and yeah, it's weird, if... that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's coincidental that they're really pushing that book you know, before yeah, the film yeah. comes out. But uh, yeah, I was kind of thinking about you know when I re up like maybe putting some tokens in something else. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're st- I'm still liking it. Yeah. But Darren. Yes. Is it is it that time? Yes. Let's go to the reading corner. <sighs> so. We've we've read it all now. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the comic books? Um, eight issues um, tells a lot better story uh, because it starts at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> um, I liked it. I, I liked because uh, well, as you know, I've I've gone through four books now, so to almost put a face to the names uh, was quite interesting. Mm. But I, I liked it. I liked it. I noticed in the beginning they cut out the conversation that he had uh, with the wife, mm. uh, which was weird. It's just like, oh, you, you're chopping bits, but he obviously says he's got a you know another client to deal with and all this that and other. But yeah. they didn't kind of give that extra little bit of backstory. Sure, yeah, you know, an explanation and that sort of stuff. I I like the. Like you say, it's, it's nice to to give the characters a face and a look, and even though they're going to excruciate in detail uh, in the books as to what they're wearing and what they look like, yeah, it's it's nice to see it on the page. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's guess what? It's the same story. Yeah, and and again, I like it. I'm probably going to pick up. So maybe this is what I need to do. So you know how I've had, um, I wouldn't say issues with the last two books, but there are bits that I've missed due to concentrating on work as opposed to the book. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just need to pick up the comics and go through those again. Um, so some of the more complex bits in the middle, it'll be just like, ah, that's what you're trying to say. Right, okay. So yeah, I'm happy to continue with them. Yeah, because it's, I think, is it pretty much all of them at this point are out? So... Or, yeah. or, like all the the well, the majority of the books are in comic book form now. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I, I like the uh, 
like the art style of it. I really like the book anyway. Yeah, yeah. So naturally, I was going to like the story, but uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's just nice seeing it visually. That's what. And also, what I thought as well was, um, you know, how we both had a problem with the the end battle, how it yeah. kind of happened in about two minutes. Mm-hmm. That was a lot more epic in the comic. Yes, it was. It, but again, it's that visually seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like the you know the uh, the description of uh, you know when they're like the chest bursts open and all this, that and the other. Yeah. It's it's one thing to hear it being described to you, but to actually visually see it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's really fucking disturbing. Like, she's sat on top of the guy and, like, both their chests are just, like, burst open. And it's like, yeah. that's quite disturbing, you know. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I've noticed that um, throughout the books, they've it looks like they've not used the same artist. Right. Okay. So it goes slightly more cartoonified okay. as you go further along. They did that with The Walking Dead, and it threw me because the I really like the art style for like the first four or five issues. Okay. Then they changed the artist, and it's like I don't like this as much. But right. uh, yeah, it'd be a bit jarring. But however, if they are individual stories, I suppose it's not going to be too detrimental. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all in all. Uh, Really like Stormfront. I'm, as I read the books, I feel like I'm gonna probably pick the comics up, go back through. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I don't obviously want to be spoiling it ahead of time, and uh, you know, it's like you were telling me about the uh, TV series that they did. Yeah. For I think because I pulled it up on YouTube. That's right. Yeah. That's, uh, and I think each episode is a different book. It is, yeah, yeah. So I obviously don't want to be watching ahead of time and, and seeing, you know, spoiling it for myself. But Yeah, uh, so if you found that, um, I think I sent you the link to the playlist and they've done them in book order. Yeah. So, but it's like Stormfront, which is the first book, is actually like episode eight or something like that. So, and I don't really want to watch them out of order either because that OCD in me tells me I shouldn't do that. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be interesting. Um, mm. but I'm half tempted to listen to the audiobook, then read the comic, then watch the TV episode. Yeah. Uh, just to get everything out of it. And it'd be interesting to kind of compare and contrast each version of it. Mm, mm. I mean, obviously the book is going to, you know, the the book is the key to it all, but it, yeah, the interest yeah. and, you know, dynamic between the TV show and, and that sort of stuff. However, I feel like they need to do a film, not a tween. Sure. Not a tweeny thing, and just have James Masters play Dresden. Mm, that'd be awesome. You've got the book. You've got him. Just do it. Just and also, do it. I think he's around about the right age now to pull off a decent Harry Dresden. I bet he'd be super good as that character. Yeah. You could do it in a noir type thing and even have him doing the voiceovers. Yeah, yeah. You know, at certain parts, and, and then, you know, him telling the story like he's sat in front of his desk in his office or something like mm, that, you know? Sure, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm really liking uh, uh, the comic book, but uh, I'm going to carry on with it. Yeah, yeah, uh, same here. Obviously, I have to finish. But, uh... So, off of the back of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Okay. Our next comic book is Blunt Man and Chronic. Fantastic. I've never actually got around to reading those. Now... Uh, from what I can tell by looking on Comicsology, it's just one collected book. Okay. So it's a hundred and it's a hundred and four pages. 
Okay. Uh, however, the front cover literally just says another shameless commercial tie to the hit movie Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, fantastic. So, I, off of the back of that film, I really want to read this comic book, so... Yeah, well, I'm massively, massively invested in um, the Kevin Smith world, so mm-hmm. I'm more than happy to read that. Yeah, so it looks like, yeah, it was written by him as well, so, yeah. Okay, cool. That'll be the next one. Fantastic. And that was The Reading Corner. Yes. Okay, so um, New Year's challenges. I'm I'm now onto Black Flag. I my gut feel is I'm not going to get through all the games by the end of the year, but at least I made a massive dent in the Assassin's Creed games. Um, I did pick up the remaining two in the Ubisoft sale, um, mm-hmm. but I don't think I'll get through them by the end of the year. But you know, I'm making a good effort. Yeah, because you start. Did you start off from fresh, or was it two? You no, so I'd I. Th- I think I'd started on uh, Revelations. Right. Okay. Then. So yeah, I'd only I'd only officially finished two games. I've now done another three. I'm on to the fourth for this year. Right. Okay. Then. Which is still fucking super impressive. Hmm. Uh, for us, Creed games, yeah. Yeah, and obviously my lazy ass is still plodding through Mass Effect. Oh, I f- forgot to mention that in the game section. Uh, yeah, still put another hour or so into it. Into uh, an 80-hour game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's if you do everything. You told me you could mainline it in about 20. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was... I uh, got to the end of the Pharos stuff, uh, and there was this big alien squiddy-type thing that was pumping out clones of the blue alien chick. Mm-hmm. Oh, what looked like the blue alien chick. Uh, and that boss fight was super annoying. But I did it. And then okay. I got back on the Normandy, and then I was conversing with people and hitting on people and doing stuff. Cool. However, I'm not a slut, and I haven't slept with anyone yet. Hmm. Yes. Um, what about myself? I've so I'm looking forward to getting back to training. Um, I'm I'm almost repaired. I, in fact, once we finish recording, I'm going to go out for a run, so that will be awesome. Okay. And this weekend, I've got the mud run. Um, so I'm just hoping that this man flu isn't actually man flu and it's just tiredness. Otherwise, it's going to make Saturday an absolute pain. I can pre- yeah, I can tell that that doesn't sound fun in the slightest. Yeah, I mean, luckily it's quite smaller. So it's kind of like um, a, a baby version of um, of Tough Mudder. Um, so it's, it's uh, a 5K course and you can do either one or two laps. So 5K isn't that far at all, especially with obstacles. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, uh, once I've done that, then that's all my events done for the year. So I can dial back the training. So that'll be nice. Get a bit more free time. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Okay, so that's the end. If you want to send us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. If you want to pop to the website and see all the lovely stuff we're putting up on there, it's checkpointdone.com. If you want to find some of the videos we put on YouTube, just search Checkpoint Done or go to the website. You can find the links there. And finally, if you want to find us both on Twitter ourselves, I'm at D5120 and Terry is at Foxhounder01. Okay, well, thank you for listening. And until next time, goodbye. Bye.